Hello and welcome to episode 66 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host Sarah. And I'm Heather. I'm Sharla. <laughs> yeah, we should have pointing at each other. I love it. <laughs> Heather's all showing off her brand new chair to us. Oh, you can't see it because I, I cover the entire thing. <laughs> and it's a little lower this week than she normally is. I, now I need a new desk that's not seven inches too high. I'm typing this. <laughs> Uh, but it's so, pink velvet and it's worth it so I, I, now charlotte's the only one without a pink chair yeah it's kind of green peer pressure mm-hmm. also pink it was, on sale also it was one. free um so i'm not gonna argue with free i could spray paint it <laughs> you probably could no. can't you just recover it isn't that like a diy yeah. thing probably do all right that, my last office chair i spray painted and reupholstered by myself wow look at me oh I have it in me. Trying to take the DIY crown for Charlotte. I'm not oh, sure no. How gonna, okay. no, no, that was about all I did. <laughs> no, I was good. <laughs> Look, I'm so proud I spray painted that headboard that time. So yeah. <laughs> it was my big, yeah, it was, it was my big accomplishment yeah. for the year. And that was it for 2019, really. Yeah. So, you know. Well, all right. If I want, if I was of the mind, I could do it. But why? I mean, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Because you want to be in the pink chair club. That's why. Oh, I didn't know there was a pink chair club. Um, hi. Yeah. Obviously. There is. Okay. As of this weekend, there is. <laughs> oh, no. We didn't tell you. There's like a whole you. text thread going on. It's a whole group chat. It's, it we didn't yeah. Okay. No pink chair. No pink chair club. No. All right. So this week on episode 66 of the Disney Park Princess podcast, we are going to be talking about, uh, and now I completely forgot to decide on Epcot or did we decide on Animal Kingdom? <laughs> I think we decided on Epcot first. Epcot. All right. So we decided to choose my pet peeve first, apparently. Uh, here's my biggest pet peeve. When somebody emails me or writes into the podcast or passes me on the street and says, I think we're going to skip Epcot because our kids are young and there's really nothing there for them. I lose my mind. <laughs> I lose my mind. A, because Epcot is my favorite park. And B, because... Oh, it's just not true. It's just not true. But anyway, we'll get into it. Um, but first, we have some news. So, all right, Charlotte, you had a piece of news that you very specifically wanted to discuss. So let's start there. Yes, okay. please teach us. This is, first of all, I want to say that this is still brand new. And while I have the official website, there's still not a whole lot of information about it. But Run Disney has offered a new is offering a new thing called club run disney um you get with it there are three different memberships silver membership gold membership and platinum membership and they're each various pricing disney does love that don't they with the cash yeah, club and they just love a precious metal division okay they sure do so the all of these go on sale beginning february 18th um so for example the silver membership is um, that does not... I'm sorry, a year or a month? A year. Oh, I hope it's a year. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anything's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You get, I mean, you get a a welcome package with a jacket, a magnet, membership card. Tier one pricing... I just, year round. I'm sorry, I'm picturing like members yeah. only jackets from the 80s. Like, <laughs> I, I belong to the Run Disney know, right? Club. <laughs> um, you get tier one pricing for the races, which means that these aren't even including race bibs or anything like that. Um, you get, yeah, you get Club Run Disney designation on your race bibs. The gold membership, you get a little bit more. And 
a guaranteed opportunity to get a spot in one of the races. And the platinum membership is $800. And with it, you get, this is the best part about the um, platinum membership is that you get upgraded corral placement, which means oh. if you're a slow runner like me and you might get, you know, the very last corral, you get, they'll, they'll move you up. Um, How much like, though? Like, are they only moving you up like one corral or two corrals or are they moving you like? No, you're not going to be in the very, you're okay. not in the very front. Hmm. But you know, they'll move you up one or two. Now, if you're a fast runner, this is completely worthless. Cause, it's going to help you. you know, yeah. yeah. But for $800, I mean, I want race registration. I want. So um, $800 includes. So silver doesn't even guarantee you a chance to buy a bib. No, you're just Gold, buying a jacket. You get a chance to buy a bib at one race per year. Is that right? Um. Yeah. And platinum, yeah. you you're get guaranteed a okay. chance to buy a bib at how many? Um, at one oh. race per year. Yeah. So what? All right. I'm not a runner. I'm just going to preface this. Well, I'm not a runner. Me... Help me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> see, this is like, I. if you see me running, I'm being chased. Oh, so yeah, call correct. the police. Yeah, like, start too. Yeah. But I feel like people are going to go crazy about this because they like everybody loves because a club. people are club. Yeah. And they want to be exclusive, right? Uh, there are some people who absolutely love Run Disney and will do every single Run Disney race and yeah. all of that. The the upgraded corral would have really helped some people this past weekend when Run Disney cut the race, cut the marathon short yeah. due to extreme temperatures, which yeah. I get that. But I wish they – I mean, not that I wish they had done it the year that I ran it, but it was hotter than it was <laughs> this weekend, mm -hmm. the year that I ran the marathon. And because, again, when you're slower and then the heat slows you down even more, it takes you even longer. Mm -hmm. um, so that would have been nice. But at $800, there's no way I would have done that. Um, and the, ra the race bibs already are like $300 for the half marathon, yeah. which is completely crazy. Um, I'm, I hope that it does well for them. I hope that people love it and get what they want out of it. If you're going to spend that kind yeah. of money, I really hope you get what you want out of it. But please let me know. If some, if, if any of our listeners yeah. does this, let us know because I'm really interested in it. Um, Run Disney is so crowded, and but it's so fun. It's some of the most fun races that you'll ever do, but it's it crowded. I've done mean. two, and I I loved every minute of it. It was yeah. so much fun, and I'm so glad I did it. Um, I just did five Ks. I didn't do halves or anything like that, but I definitely did feel like. It's just, it's such a, they're so crowded. It's yeah. just like every, you know, just, just getting to the, just getting to the starting line and yeah. getting through that. Like it took 20 minutes. People had finished yeah. the race long before I ever even got to the start line. It was just like, if you're a, yeah. a quote unquote real runner, like this is your hobby and you're doing it. Like you, you want to race because you know, you're trying to make all these personal records and all of that. Like Disney's Disney. not the place you're doing. Disney's it. not the place. No. You're you're just running because you're a Disney fan. And yeah. Like. Yeah. 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 I mean, this is this is not the place to do it because there's just so many people. The last time I ran the half marathon, um, I looked at my watch or whatever I was using to track at the time, and I did an extra mile of just the race course from going like this. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and. I'm, I'm super slow, so I'm not passing that many people except for the walk, you know, the people who are walking, but, yeah. um, you know, it's, they're so, there's so much fun, but in really, unless you're the, one of the very elite people who get in the very front, you're not going to beat any personal records. Um, yeah. most likely if you're somebody like me, who's going to be toward the back, 
I, I'm going to be fighting the crowds, which is fine because it is what it is. And I'm and now doing, you're doing, you're doing a race soon, right? Yes. I'm All doing right. the star, star Wars half in April. Um, so we're doing the 5k because we wanted to take our time. There's they're not timed the 5k. So we want to take our time, have fun, meet characters and all that, and then try to be a little bit more serious about the, uh, half itself. But I've never done the star Wars 5k or, uh, races. So should be fun. So tell me me there's going to be costumes. Is there going to be costumes? There has to be costumes. There's going to be costumes. So when you signed up, you had to pick dark, dark side or or light side. And, uh, so there. Which did you pick? I picked light side. No, okay. I, 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 I thought, thought for you sure. Going dark. No. Dark side. The reason I, I picked you were going dark side. <laughs> the reason sure. that I picked it is that, okay. So there are five of us in our group that are going, and I knew that three of them already had picked dark side, and I said, "Well, I have to be different." Oh, look, that's that's such but a then, dark side thing to do, though. Yeah. <laughs> but then my but my other friend Amy, she's light side with me, so we've got okay. three against two. But I have. Two different costume ideas in my head, and we'll see which one I decide to go with. But I got lots of time, so stay tuned. I I was uh, at Disneyland one year. I think the only year that they did the Star Wars race out here. I was I was doing something for work down there, um, so I was staying at the Grand Californian, and I had paid for a standard view, but got put into a theme park view. And I woke up at like. 5 a.m. to all the music flooded on in the park and I like, <laughs> like crawling out of bed and I just, I just see all these lightsabers running by. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I put the tea kettle on and I sat on the, the balcony and just watched everybody do their yeah. thing. It was really cute. <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, they're, they're very fun races. I mean, I figured if you're, if you're going to do a race this distance or a half marathon or a marathon, you might as well do it at Disney because they've got, they've got bands, they've got characters, they've got, it's so fun when you're miserable running 13 or 26 miles, (laughs) at least it breaks it. You can be like me who's sitting at like the bar while you're running for 13 miles. (laughs) I'll sit at the bar after I've finished. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. So that's Club Run Disney. And like Charles said, did did you join? Like, are any of our listeners runners? Did you join Club Run Disney? I know of at least one person who's a serious runner. Um, I'm interested, like, why did you join? What, yeah, what does I it know why? What, what appealed to you about it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, registration opens on February 18th. So, oh, so nobody you have a month, to, okay. a month to think right. about it. Okay. So, are you going to buy? I guess we yeah. have a question. Okay. Um, this is very sad news because we just talked about this person a few weeks ago on our podcast. Um, so Auntie Kauai at the Polynesian has passed away. And I'm just really sad about that. Um, so for those of you who don't know, she was sort of a cultural icon at the Polynesian. Um, she was a person of Hawaiian descent who was there to sort of, you know, she taught how to do hula or how to make lays. So she was just sort of a cultural ambassador. Um, and she'd been there for, Ever. I don't know how many decades, but... I think she might have been since opening day. I, yeah. I think that's actually possible. Yeah. Um, so, and she was just a remarkable, sweet, lovely person. Um, and so she's very missed. She will be very missed. Yeah. So. I was sad. I was sad to see that the other day. Oh, yeah. We and we, like, so we had just talked about her. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh. Uh-huh. Do you guys remember when we were there for for work the one time and we all had to do like this massive group lesson, lesson in the lobby? That was fun. She saw a big group come in and she just she did like, it herself. Appeared. She 
Out of nowhere. Our entire agency. Yeah. Yeah. It was the best. Yeah. Yeah. So that was very sad news. Um, Okay. Happy Halloween. (laughs) I'm on. Yeah. We're already talking about it. We're already talking about it. But wait for it. Did you know that they have already announced that the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party will be starting next year on, wait for it. August 1st. 13th. You're close. August 13th. Three full days sooner than 2019. August 13th. So. Is that a Friday the 13th? That would be fun. Let's see. Um, All right. If it is, I'm going to back off of my. It's not. But then they shouldn't have it until October 1st then. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted it to be Friday the 13th. That was going to be the only acceptable reason. And now it's a a Thursday. Oh, that's disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This year, more parties than ever. Yeah. Well, it is. That's they're doing what they're doing, and it must have been successful enough in August last year that they decided to back it up even further. I, I mean, I do think there's something to the fact that people will buy tickets to these events. And look, I like the Halloween party. I like the Christmas party. Um, I don't know that I want to wear a costume in Walt Disney World in August, no, but when it's super hot, humid, it's probably going to rain during the party. That's not yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. To me, it just like and look like how you feel about Christmas is how I feel about Halloween. Like I have a whole month of events, so I'm on board for the Halloween party. It's my favorite. But I, why? To me, it just says we're greedy. We're trying to make money, and we're going to sell you these hundred and twenty dollar tickets because you're going to pay for it. I'm dying laughing at your cat giving herself a full on bath in the background. (laughs) <laughs> sun is out <laughs> I'm also highly envious of her sunspot right now yeah. I really, Listen, I really appreciate this that this is why we live in California yep. <laughs> if you're not watching this on video youtube.com <laughs> that is Tweedledee everybody so you know I he's, he's, he's Disney. He's I like, think oh. he just figured out like oh, sh- they're on to me they're talking about <laughs> me yeah. 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 Got it. I, don't, I don't think you can see his face really but the look of pure evil and hatred that is looking over my shoulder right now Aww. he's so mad i woke him up <laughs> all right he moved over he's over now he's <laughs> yeah. he's, i don't want to be on camera yeah he's not ready for his clear stuff no yeah. uh, all right so um oh the canada film opened yeah want to talk about the canada film um they said uh, uh forgot i know i've the name has completely escaped me what it's called but um the they people have loved it. They said that they thought that Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara are very very funny, and it's the whole uh, the score is great, and the, it's just a very charming film. Um, that's what that's what I heard. So and I heard that those were the two. I mean, that's a guaranteed good time. Like yeah. right there. Yeah. That, I mean, I love them. I'm all set. Like I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for yeah. it. Yeah, it's not called Oh Canada, uh, Canada Far and Wide. It's uh, called. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's opened. And then on Friday, the new movie at Living with the Land is, or the Land Pavilion is opening. Um, that one is Awesome Planet. And also keeping it in the family, it's narrated by Ty Burrell from Modern Family. So, uh, no, yeah. It'd be pretty good too. Yeah, I think he did, he did the voice in, uh, a voice in Finding Dory. So, and yes. plus he's on ABC. So he's a good. Yep. Yeah, and in the Muppet, he was in the Muppets movie or the second, the sequel, Muppets sequel. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, and then the last piece of news that I found is that 
They had been testing a breakfast menu at Friar's Nook in the Magic Kingdom, and apparently it has been made uh, permanent. And apparently there are sausage gravy tater tots, and I want them. Yummy. Yeah, I'm in. I'm just going to say I am the worst Irish person in the world because I hate potatoes. Hate. Unless they are slathered in gravy and mashed, that is the only time I will eat potatoes. I can't. I'm not a top. I don't. Why do people eat them? I don't know. Why do I hang out with the two of you? She doesn't I like. Don't she doesn't like potatoes. This. I don't. I don't. I don't let me into this. How um, do we <laughs> I am very excited, regardless of the menu. Um, because I, I I don't know what's on it honestly besides what you just said. I think there's like a roll bis- like Okay. That whole type of but, thing. I'm I'm so more. excited because I think the Magic Kingdom desperately needs more breakfast. Breakfast, one hundred percent. And Friars Nook being in Fantasyland is a perfect place for that because people flock to Fantasyland first for the most part. Um, so I think that's all a- in line for Seven Dwarves Mine Train. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. think so. Hey, you guys go get in line for Seven Dwarves Mine Train. I'll go Friars Nook and get breakfast. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. I found uh, I found the menu. Hang on. It's a breakfast sandwich, the cinnamon sugar donuts, and the sausage and gravy. They're calling them potato barrels, which is funny. Potato <laughs> <laughs> tots, but that's funny. So it's it's a very limited menu. Just, yeah, but I'm, what's I'm on all the in. breakfast I mean, sandwich. Fine with all of that. Yeah, it's uh. So the breakfast, it's a bacon, egg, and cheese served on a multi-grain croissant with potato barrels. I'm here for the sandwich, <laughs> just not the tots. <laughs> the name, potato barrels. Yeah, yes. I like it. That's funny. All right. All right. So that does it for the news this week. Next up, we're going to be talking about why Epcot should not be skipped. I don't care if you have toddlers or young children or teenagers or adults. Epcot is a mandatory stop. Best part of me. All right. Let's get into it. Who doesn't like Epcot, people? (laughs) Come on. What is wrong with you? So it's interesting to me. So I get this question almost daily I swear to god or the statement um you know I have little kids I think we're gonna skip Epcot can you see the eye roll happening and I'm so glad that most of my clients aren't (laughs) on video with me because otherwise they would see the that I do every single time (laughs) and it's annoying to me that the only thing I have to say to them is well, do your kids like Frozen? Because that's where the Frozen ride is. And then they go, oh, okay. Yeah. But it's but there's so, so much, much bigger than that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so much bigger than that. Yeah. Anyway. The, well, I always, I think, first of all, the reason that people want to maybe skip one park is because the price difference in a three-day ticket and a four-day ticket, that's where the price jump is. Mm-hmm. Um, now, okay. if you're going to go ahead and get four, it's not that hard to, say, go to each, one each park. But... The, you know, the price difference is, is large. So get past that and, and do your four days and then go to each park. Um, Epcot has number one, let's start with Kidcot because that's a simple mm. thing that they put in that kids absolutely love. Um, it's you, depending on the time of year, you can even get different things. Like they have different things for Halloween or food and wine and things yeah. like that. But basically you get a, you go to each country around World Showcase and they can color with people 
from that country. The cast members who work there are from that country. So it is the biggest way to get some culture besides the coloring. I mean, what kid doesn't love to color? But the cast members really interact with them. They yeah. write their name in that language. So especially like Chinese, um, Nora has a little thing with her name on it in Chinese and Japanese, mm-hmm. just in the different. Um, and in Morocco, they do the Arabic. They mm-hmm. write your name in Arabic, which is nice. Yep. Yeah. And so that's a neat thing. But but you get to really interact with these people who are from this country who have come to the United States to work. And you, you can learn so much from them. I get I get a lot out of it just going. To, I know, love watching the kid got stops. I mean, if, yeah. I, if, if, if I thought I could get away with it, I would absolutely try to do oh, it. Oh, I've sat down and colored <laughs> yeah. with and without nieces, too. Like, yeah. I'll yeah. just go. And I'm like, I need yeah. a, a minute. And you, yeah. you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and KitKat is fantastic, but let's back it up even further than that, though, because there's a lot of attractions that appeal to kids at Epcot. Yeah. So the seas with Nemo and friends. Can we all get on board with Yeah. every kid likes an aquarium? Every kid likes an aquarium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> you know, yeah. starts with a cute little ride, ends with an aquarium. Turtle talk with Crush. Yeah. I mean, it's designed for small children, uh-huh. right? There's, there's um, the manatees that you can go look at, and you can sometimes even feed them the lettuce or watch them feed them. Every kid loves that. Um, there's the play area where you can put your face inside yeah. the, the, shark. the shark. sub house. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is about kids and putting their face inside a thing that looks like something else, and then you take their picture. Um, and it's all over, not only all over World Showcase, it's there in the seas with Nemo and friends. I mean, yep. it's, yep. well, okay, I'm going to throw something out there and I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of like nasty comments and that's cool, but this is my opinion. At what point, and I'm fairly certain that this is our generation that did this. So we are to blame here. At what point did it become, oh, there's no Disney characters. So the kids are going to hate it and we can't go. Epcot was made to be educational edutainment right like they created that term for epcot so at what point did we start thinking if there's no princess or no mickey mouse our kids aren't gonna like it like you said you probably go to aquariums in in your local area right you know like kids want to learn it's interesting to them and when we make it like oh no no, they're not going to, it's too much. They're not going to yeah. like it. But like we're taking that away from them. Yeah, I think you're right. I think people underestimate kids and their mm-hmm. willingness to be engaged in something, yeah. you know, and because it, it might feel slightly educational, it's like, oh, well, that can't possibly be fun. Epcot was designed on the premise that that's just not true. <laughs> you yeah. can have fun and kids educate like and entertain. To- get their hands dirty and get their hands on. So whether they're in the aquarium, putting their hands on the glass, they're coloring stuff like it, they, yeah. they don't need to be on a ride 24 seven. Yeah. But um, even some of the rides like living with the land, living with the land is, you know, great for little kids. It's like, great. Interesting. And they like seeing all the plants and it's a boat ride and kids love boat rides and, you know, figment like that entire section of the park, that entire little triangle there is designed for younger children. Even mm-hmm. when, um, like when Nora was very young and she's eight now and still loves Epcot, but when she was very young, she loved living with the land. Yeah, um, Ryan too. I mean, <laughs> just because it's boring doesn't mean it's not fun. Yeah. You know, and I think and it's it, not boring. <laughs> no, I don't, I, I did air quotes. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Um, I just, it, it's, I don't think it's boring either. I love that ride. And I, I see something different every time I go and yep. you know, you, I learn a lot and I yep. love, 
anyway, I love Epcot. Um, we also, we could have dropped Ryan just... on that ride in the morning and picked him up at night. And he would have been perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> because how do you know what's going to spark your kid's interest? And like, they might all of a sudden, now they want to be a scientist that learns better way to grow plants or maybe be a farmer. Like they're learning stuff that's going to, you know, interest them for the rest of their lives here. This is kind of their first taste at it, which is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, and also just the way that um, Epcot sort of ties things together. So there's sort of like a running. So you go on living with the land and you see the greenhouses and then you go upstairs and you eat a garden grill and they're using the food that you just saw them grow. Like mm-hmm. that's the type of thing that really creates links of learning for kids, you know? So when you take something and you learn it on this thing and then you move it upstairs and you, you know, it really sticks with kids because they remember, oh, that's that time that I went to that restaurant. The restaurant spins and you could see into the ride and you could see, and then we were in the greenhouse and then we ate the salad that had the lettuce from the, whatever, you know, yes, children do eat salad. There are children other than eat salad. And, and even take it, like even take it one step further and they kind of advertise for this on the ride, but you can take that behind, behind the seats tour, which I love. And um, it's very inexpensive for, a t- for a tour at Disney. It's only, it's less than 20 bucks. I'm not sure exactly the exact pricing It's less than $20 and it's like an hour long. So yep. it's yep. so fun. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so then are there rides that are not designed for young children? Sure. Test track depends, you know, that's got a height requirement on it, mission space, so on and so forth. Those can, you know, mission space though, you've got the less intense and the more intense. So if your kid meets the height requirement, it's fascinating. And yeah. a lot of the cues for these things are really interesting. Like, uh, you know, granted, my son is obsessed with cars <laughs> to a degree that is <laughs> probably <laughs> unusual. But test track to him, like the line in test track yeah. is basically the best thing that's ever happened. Like to get to, you know, to see, you know, even just walking past like all of like the crash test dummies and like all of that stuff. And I hate that cue because it's so loud when you first get into that building. But then you get to the car designing thing. There is, I know of very few children who don't think the car designing part of the test track cue is not one of the coolest things going. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, I don't think I've been in the standby queue since they redid it. Um, Either I was just thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. I like, I can only picture the old queue. Yeah. Yeah. But, but either way, you, no matter which queue you go in, you get to design a car. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Um, and Guardian, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be a little bit more grown up, but you know, but I think it's going to be fun. These cues, or you know, they have um, play areas and things mm-hmm. for kids to do at the end of while they're waiting for the rest of their party. So um, Mission Space has that giant like you know, jungle gym type thing going on. Um, There's video games where other kids who maybe are a little bit older, but they didn't want to ride. They can play video games. They can race each other. Like there's tons to do there. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interactive. You know, it's almost like sort of the please touch museum or something like that, where, you know, there's, so many ways for kids to get their hands on stuff and mm-hmm. flip buttons and answer quizzes and design things and really get engaged and involved. Um, you know, and if you, if you, you just, you would miss so much, but then here's the thing everybody says, I mean, my kids aren't interested in the world showcase. Yeah. Why? Because, Why? What makes yeah. you think that? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I think that they, maybe they would be if give them a chance to, to do it. I mean, yeah, yeah. there's a lot yeah. of, uh, there's so much culture in every single pavilion. Um, yeah. I, 
I find it all fascinating. Yeah. And it, they're, and they're not going to love it if you don't give them a chance to love it, you know, go into the different areas with a little museum and read about mm-hmm. all the stuff and read it to them if they can't read. And it, they'll be, you know, they'll, they'll find it fascinating and they'll want to know more yeah. about it. You know, yeah. maybe not every single one, but I was just going to say, God. maybe not every single, but I mean, I, like I remember learning in school, like, you know, like you do the Mexico unit in like, you know, fifth mm-hmm. or sixth grade or whatever. And then you do like another unit, whatever. And like, you know, there's always some country that sort of grabs your imagination, right. That sort of resonates with a kid, you know? And so is every kid going to love every country in the world showcase? No, probably not. <laughs> you know, But you never know what yeah. is going to capture, you know, a child's fascination. Like, the Morocco pavilion, for example. So there's no ride and there's no, and so I think a lot of people like walk, they just zoom right past that pavilion. Mm-hmm. Like they really don't take the time to explore. It is the most beautiful pavilion. Stunning. It's there stunning. are incredible little sort of like alleyways and places to explore mm-hmm. and little shops that you never knew existed. And it's, mm-hmm. it's incredible. There's great musical performers, there's great foods. And it's like, that's an entire thing that your kid would be missing. Yeah. Also, I will say, first of all, just touching on the food, people refuse to eat there. Like, oh, I'm not going to like it. Those are the my three favorite restaurants in all of Epcot. It's really good. And, and all three of them. Yeah. But mm-hmm. beyond that, the one in the back, Restaurant Marrakesh, is not only is it stunning, but they have a belly dancer that comes out once an hour and puts on a show while you're eating. And I can't tell you the amount of times that I've been in there and all these little kids, I'm talking from like a year yep. old toddler up to teenagers are on the floor with this dancer trying yep. to like shake their hips and they're having the time of their lives. Yeah. And no, it is not a big e-ticket attraction. It's not a roller coaster, but for those five minutes, Minutes, those kids are having a blast yep. and it's something that's going to stick with them. Yep. Same thing with beer garden and the mm-hmm. Uba, you know, the Uba bands oh and gosh, everything the and the dancing and the kids run just run right run onto the dance floor. The, they have no, it's so funny. They have no fear. They just mm-hmm. run right up and start shaking it. I love it. It's fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's just, there's so many opportunities like that. Now I will say that I think a lot of people, if you went, like if you're our age or your age, and my age because they're two different ages but (laughs) if you if you went to Epcot say in the 80s or whatever and as a child like it I will say it probably wasn't as interactive and there maybe weren't like there was no kid cut there was no you know I know I know know, know. the real figment okay and the the image works playground because I still remember that that's my favorite thing about the Kodak Kodak imagination playground. It was the best, Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of people didn't have a great experience as a kid and they've held on to that. And in their heads, that's still what Epcot is. And they've come so far. They've changed so much. They've adapted. And as we know, Epcot is in a, let's call it a growth period, right? (laughs) Let's call it, it's, it's, you can call it under construction. I know, I know it's completely under construction. And in a few years, I think it's going to be even more appealing to kids with all of the things that they're yeah. adding and updating and changing. And no matter how you feel about the changes, I know, Heather. You know. They're ruining Epcot. It's fine. I know. But I still but think okay. it's going to be, you know, worth a visit for everybody. Like, don't just, don't skip it. And that's where the good food lives. Can we all agree? All that's- the yes. good food. All the good food. Although I would like a few more options for counter service, if I'm honest, because I usually just find myself at like at lunch. What do I want to eat? Like there's nothing that grabs my imagination. So I'm always at some restaurant. 
Yeah. Um, okay. However, I with now year long festivals, <laughs> you could <pretty> <laughs> eat. Yeah. Um, counter service slash snacks. Um, yeah. Year year long. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't mention this in the news, but Festival of the Arts starts this week. Um, so you know that's another blog post on that yeah i read a blog post on it this week but the um that's why it's on my head in my mind but it, it's the festival it goes it never year. ends yeah i think you have july yeah. where there's no yeah. festival. yeah so so for counter service just eat your way around the- <laughs> get your little stickers in your yeah. passport and you're yeah. there you go yeah yeah and there are some good i mean there are some great counter service places but i agree yeah. um Especially since, well, they've gotten rid of Electric Umbrella, you know, mm-hmm. so we're in Future World. And so, you know, there's, yeah. yeah, a couple more wouldn't be the end of the world. But I agree, those food But foods. touching on the food, don't be afraid to try something that you think that you wouldn't like either. Like, go to Norway. And maybe oh. if you don't feel like having the buffet, grab something at the little counter service there. They have some really good sandwiches that aren't too the different, quote unquote, different, you know? Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to try things because the food is really good. It's really yeah. good. It is the perfect way to introduce kids to new foods. Like, mm-hmm. if your kid isn't going to try new food at Disney World, I mean, yeah. I don't know where they're going to try it. But, <laughs> you know, if Mickey says so. <laughs> yeah. And there's tons of great, really appealing, you know, international cuisines. But there's also really familiar stuff. But, I mean, it, you know, if you're from somewhere that doesn't have a great pizza culture and you've never had really great pizza before, you go to Via Napoli. Oh, mind the blown. Come on. Like that's oh, I dream about the first time that you you actually taste what pizza is supposed to taste like. <laughs> you know? Or um, that or that at Tudo Gusto, that um lasagna that's there is amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that lasagna. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I mean also, that's food that we can get all the time, but it's, it's different. More, yeah. It's, it's authentic. Yeah. Closer to authentic anyway, because it is yeah. still, you know, yeah. familiar. That's what I'm saying. So even if it's something, even if you don't want to step outside of your box completely food wise, there's still things that are familiar, but probably a better version than you've ever had at home. So yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, hopefully we've convinced you because (laughs) if you skip Epcot, I'm sorry, you're doing life wrong. You just are. Even under construction. Like yeah. e- even under construction, like even as it looks right now, and believe me, I almost cried the last time I was there because Can we more in the loss of interventions because I really oh, love interventions. Yes, yeah. I love so interventions. I loved the piggy bank adventure so much. Yeah, that was really steal fun. one and take it home with me. Yeah, that, that was, was really fun. fun. That one. Was um, really I fun. will say though, the last few years, I felt like interventions had sort of like because they stopped investing in it and they stopped making it what it was supposed to be. I think they knew this was this was going to happen and yeah. then they just, but yeah. just I'm, stop renewing contracts. Yeah. yeah. I'm very excited to see the, f- I know technically that Walt Disney world is never finished, but I'm really excited to see the finished product of Epcot. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. in a few years when this is, when this is all done and they have the different areas and all of that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what they're calling. I don't know what they're calling them. Lands, I guess. Um, I guess, yeah. But yeah. I'm really excited to see it. Cause I think that, the concept art that we've seen is really good. And I like that. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's almost two different parts. Yeah. Still, it's going to be like two different parks with world showcase and then the rest of it. Yeah. (laughs) It's not going to be called future, future world anymore. It's going to be the rest of it. You know, yeah. Yeah. Discovery land or whatever. I don't even remember with any of them all, but yeah. But so even under construction, even with rides down right now, even with new rides not open, 
it is a hundred percent still worth visiting. Yeah. So. Yeah. And go I see agree. Spaceship Earth before they ruin it. When does it close? I think it closes this week, doesn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I think it, I think it might close soon. I honestly refuse to pay attention to any of it. Like, I'm so... <laughs> I don't even, I'm so upset about it. Yeah. I, I'm excited about it. I'm, I, I mean, here's the thing. You have to embrace the change. And while it may not be the, what you remember. I do not have to embrace. Keep change. moving forward. Not. Keep moving no. forward. I am happy we, right here. You go Thank on, like they say in Illuminations. Yeah. Which is no more. How do we feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm laughing very hard at everybody's reaction to my reactions last week. But. <laughs> yes we heard you yes i'm a cartoon character i know i know (laughs) i get it all right so that does it for this week's episode of the podcast coming up soon i'm not sure if it's next week or maybe the week after but we're going to do a listener q a episode so email us info at disneyparkprincess.com you can post on our facebook group if you're not a member of our facebook group you absolutely should be so There are two things. There's our Facebook page, which is one thing. And there's our Facebook group, which is another thing. So our Facebook page is just where we sort of post announcements and alerts and things like that. Our Facebook group is where you can join in and start conversations and participate and talk to other listeners, get information, communicate with us. It's much more interactive than just our Facebook page. Okay. So like the Facebook page, join the Facebook group. Got it? Excellent. Okay. If we get enough, if we get enough questions, we'll do it next week. If we don't, we'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> and these are our these are our favorite episodes to do. So yes. Love. Send us a bone. Send us a question. I think we've got like one or two in the yeah. hopper that we haven't gotten to yet. So um we'll we'll do those and then um we need more. So email us, Facebook us. Um make sure that you're following us on Instagram, uh at Dispark Princess. Make sure that you're following us on Pinterest. Disney Park Princess, and please make sure that you are supporting us on Patreon. Patreon is how we pay for all of these things, for our web hosting and our podcast hosting and all of those mundane little details that keep a website and a podcast going. So patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. You can join us at the $2 a month level, a $5 a month level, or a $10 a month level, and each little level gets different perks. So thank you so much. All right. We will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.